Welcome to Daf Yomi Yerushalmi. We're holding Kelaim Daf Lamed Base in the Oizvader edition. Perek Shlishi in the middle of Aloha Dalit. We learn in the Mishnah of the person wants to plant what's called Miksha, which is different types of gourd and pumpkins. So if he does two rows of Kishuim, two rows of Diluim, two rows of Perlamitzvah, it's fine. But if he does only one row of Kishuim, one row of Diluim, one row of Perlamitzvah, then it's not fine. Then the Mishnah said, what happens if he does Kishuim? Diluim, Polamitsui, and then Kishuin again. I mean, you do have two rows, just they're not next to each other. So there we have a Machlekes in the Mishnah. Blazer says it's fine, Chachom says it's also. And that's where the Gemara picks it up over here in the fourth line. Shur shal Kishuim, Shur shal Diluim, Vechuli or Blazer Mater. So says the Gemara, Biyana Omar, Bemachlekes Shnei Mini Mitztafin Latzil, Vein Shnei Mini Mitztafin Leoser. Meaning, even though Rebbe Blazer said, that if I have two rows which are not next to each other, they join together to say that the field is fine. It's two rows, and two rows, it makes it significant. But if I don't have these two rows, I have only one row of Kishuin, one row of Diluin, one row of Polamitsri, it won't be a problem according to Blazer. Don't tell me according to Blazer, the same way two rows which are far from each other join together to make it okay, we'll say the two rows that are far from each other will join together to make it not okay. How will it make it not okay? Because if I have three rows, Kishuim, Diluim, and Palamitsri, so the Diluim, which is the middle row, has two rows surrounding it. One row of Kishuim, one row of Palamitsri. What the, the Gemara is trying to tell me, these two rows that are external to the middle row, they join together to be Chavosh, to be surrounding the middle row and ruining it. So says the Gemara, according to Avianai, the Ablazer is making the Mishnah. He argues on this. He says, Two things joined together, two rows joined together for good stuff. I mean, to make the field okay. If I have two rows of Kishuim, I say the field has two rows of Kishuim and you're good to go. But you don't say the two rows are joined to ruin the field. Don't tell me that if you have one row of Kishuim, one row of Diluim, one row of Palamitri, so you have two rows surrounding the middle row to ruin it, and it will still be okay according to our Blazer. argue not only when you have four rows, but he's arguing also the previous sentence of the Mishnah when you have three rows. Ravo Maidivriakoli, the middle part of the Mishnah that said that when you have three rows, it's a problem. Everybody agrees to that. The same way two rows join to save the field and have two rows over here, so also two rows join to ruin the field. So if I have four rows of Kortel Blazar, Kishuim, Diluim, Palamitsu Kishuim, so the two external rows of Kishuim join together and they're able to save the field. But if I have Kishuin, Diluin, Polamitsi, and nothing else, so then it ruins the field because I have a Kishuin and Polamitsi surrounding the Diluin in the middle. Says the Gemara, according to the Gears of Abchaim, based on the Vilna Goyen, Mastiso Pligo Leravianai. Our Mishnah argues Leravianai. The Tanin, her blows are matter. We said in the end of the Mishnah, her blows are matter. And at the top, it doesn't say her blows are matter. So the fact that you mentioned her blows are matter only in the end and not in the previous part, Mash, but not like Leravianai. Continues the word says, Mastiso Pligal Rav. Mishnah is also a problem with Rav. Because it says, Shoshal Kishuim, Shoshal Diluim, Shoshal Poimit. So you have a row of each one. Vishoshal Kishuim. Then you have a fourth row of Kishuim. Achaloi Notasaravis, Loikvarnesu. Then before you planted the fourth row, you already have a problem. Because you have the first three rows. You see, if I have A, B, and C, B becomes also because A and C. So when I planted A, then B, then C, B is already also. So now when I plant A again, isn't it too late? 
Now you could explain like Rav, because you're talking that he planted all four at once. So then it's not also. You're right. If you plant A, B, C, B becomes also. But if you plant it together, A, B, C, A, so the two A's join together to be two rows, two rows in a field, save the field, because they are significant and they stand on their own. The Mishnah continues to say that if you have one pit and you plant, you can plant two different types of seeds in the same pit as long as the leaves are to a different direction. Prince can do a small pit in his field that has a tefach. You can have four different seeds. Each one will face a different direction. All we talk about if they're facing an empty field. If they're facing a field that has other things planted in it, it's a problem because even though they're facing other directions, but wherever they're facing, they're hitting a seed on the top. If you talk about there's nothing growing around them, you can have eight different seeds. You can have the four corners and then you can have the four middle parts. You should be able to plant eight different seeds. And the Gemara stays with a question. Continue in the base of the base, in the Mishnah. Now this Mishnah, we have the two main Purushu to understand it. One is the Purush of the Rambam, and the other is the Purush of the Rash. The Reb Chaim over here goes different than what he usually does, and he brings two separate explanations. He brings one explanation based on the Rambam, and then he brings another explanation based on the Rash. We're going to stick more to Purush of Rambam, which fits very much with the Hemshech HaGemara, and we'll just mention Pirush Rash in passing because it's brought down in such a clear way. Says the Mishnah. This is a mention we mentioned already before. If a person has a field of onions and he wants to plant in it the different gourds, how will he be able to plant rows of gourds? Rabbi Shmuel Oiker Every shur is four ams. So he takes out two shurs of onions, meaning he has eight ams they removed. And then what does he do? According to the Rambam, he's going to plant one row of kishuim, of gourds, in the middle of this empty space. If you, if you plant only a row of four, because every row is four ams, and this space is eight ams, so you're left with two ams on each side empty. Right? You have eight amas width, you plant the middle four amas, you have two amas on the right and two amas on the left, which are not planted. Then he leaves eight amas of betzolim, meaning two shores, two rows of onions, untouched, he leaves them connected. And then again, he does what he did before, he removes two rows of onions, and he plants in that place one row of, of gourds in the middle. So then you have again space of two amas on each side, which are empty. So what does that do according to this shita? Between the gourds and the onions, you have two amas. And that's the space you need because the gourds have very long leaves. Between the gourd and the other gourd, you have 12 amas. Why 12 amas? You have two amas between the gourd and the onions. Then you have onions of eight amma. Then you have another two amas between the onions and the gourds. So a total of two plus eight plus two, together it's twelve. 
So the distance, according to Rabbi Shmuel, between the gourds is 12 amma, which in between you have onions planted 8 amma out of the 12. And just to mention, according to the Rash, you don't plant in the middle of the empty space. You make two uh, shures empty of onions, and then you plant after the two amas. So the space you have empty is not two amas, it's eight amas. That's the main difference between the Rash and the Ramba. Continues the Mishnah, Rabbi Kiva Oymer, shures, you take out two rows of onions, and you plant two rows of pumpkins, of gourds, you leave the bitzalim in the middle for two rows. And then you remove another two rows of bitzalim and you put two rows of gourds. According to the Rambam, you do need to have a tefach between the onions and the gourds, which is not mentioned because it's so small. You have to have a tefach. Because the tefach is mentioned between vegetables, you also have to have a tefach. That's what the Rambam learns leil, and that's the shittas Rambam over here as well. So except the space of the tefach, everything else is planted. So you have eight amas of gourds, eight amas of onions, eight amas of gourds. What's the dis- distance between the gourds? Eight amas. The eight amas of the onions are planted in the middle. And this is what we mentioned early in the Mesecto. The Rabbi Shua holds the distance supposed to be 12 amas. And Rabbi Kiva holds it's supposed to be eight amas. That's the push of Shana Amishta according to the Rambam. say, if you don't have 12 amma between the rows of gourds, so don't have anything in between, which that sounds exactly like Rabbi Shmuel. And the one is going to ask, what is the difference between Chachomim and Rabbi Shmuel? According to the Rash, as we said before, you have to leave eight amas empty, then you have eight amas besolim, so the total distance, according to Rabbi Shmuel, is not 12, it's 16. And where Rekiva argues, according to the Rash, is that you need to do a distance only when you have two rows, not when you have one row. And Chachamim are the ones who say 12 Amma. That's the Shita Sarash, which is different than the Ramah, a little more complicated, and again, has a little more of problems with the Hemshech HaGemara, as the Rash Sirilao points out over here when he questions the Rash. And just to summarize, according to the Rambam, the way the field is, you have four Amas of pumpkins, of gourds, that has two Amas space on each side, and then you have, after the two amas space, eight amas of Bitsalim. And then again, two amas space and get to the gourds. Total space is 12 amas. That's Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Akiva holds there's no requirement of space at all. So the distance is eight amas between the gourds. And Chachomim go back to the 12 amas. And the gourds can explain the difference between Chachomim and Rabbi Shmuel. With this, we conclude Yerushalmi Kilayim Daf Lamed Base.